0: What's up, witches? Phil here. Long time no speaky. Uh, apologies for the lack of new episodes or even updates on our lives. And uh, yes, we are still alive and well, for the time being at least. Uh, we are um, getting ready for season four. Way, uh, Yeah, we are obviously committed to uh, getting this done. We've just led very busy lives as of late. Uh, but no, we are uh, returning back with season four in the new year. Uh, however, for the time being, uh, well... We've got a little uh, pre-season four and Christmas, I guess, a treat for you all here with the highly anticipated episode on Drive Me Crazy. It's been a long time coming, but here we are to talk about uh, what was supposed to be Melissa Joan Hart's. Breakout Role. Uh, So do enjoy this latest episode. As well as that, we've also got a brand new show that you simply must listen to. Because, well, I'm I'm asking you to and it would be polite. Uh, It's called Truncheons and Dragons. It's a fantasy role-playing comedy crime thriller where we will attempt to write chapter by chapter, episode by episode, a brand new thrilling and daft crime story. Follow us on Twitter, T and D podcast for the latest of when our episodes will be dropping but uh, until season four arrives sit back relax and enjoy our latest episode all about drive me crazy Welcome to Sabrina the Teenage Watch Extra Credit, the spin-off podcast where we steer away from the usual magical curriculum and instead we talk about something a little bit different. The case in point this time is the 1999 teen comedy slash drama coming-of-age hit. I Dramedy. Guess. Dramedy. Uh, you, uh, I was going to say, you drive me crazy, but that's the Britney Spears song. It's actually called... Drive, drive it's me called crazy. Drive Me Crazy. It's very confusing. The film
1: was originally called Next to You until they decided to tie it in with the Britney song. The Britney song is called Open Brackets, You Drive Me, Close Brackets, Crazy. The film is simply titled... Drive me crazy.
0: And that informative, uh, sort of well educated, polite man who uh, sort of uh, made the most of my fuck upery and cleaned it up and uh, made this whole transaction a uh, lot safer and uh, lovelier was Mr. Graham Riley. Hello, Graham. Hi.
1: How are you doing, my friend? I'm uh, suffering a little with a cold, but my mood was lifted by this
0: wonderful slice of late 90s. Uh, teen fiction and they're joining us for this uh, for, because you know we've got we've, it's a big piece of nostalgic 1999 pie and we've got a third fork to help us chomp away at it and that man who's taking uh, taking hold of that fork is Mr Chris Evans hello Chris
2: what is wrong with you today I'm just trying I'm trying to find <laughs> you're trying to, what were you trying to do because you're just going all over the show at one point you said transaction I was like I'm not being paid for this <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know I'm trying to find uh, different words different ways to uh, to you know get into our shows and stuff. And I thought, um, in this instance, using an analogy about tucking into a slice of delicious... American pie. uh, American cake, rather. Well, American American pie pie
1: would be be apt. Yes. hear me? Apt. Apt. Because this is a late 90s teen comedy. But it's not of the the raunchy sense. This is more of the sort of like quick-witted, sort of um, kind of sensitive, um, you know, teen comedy
0: in the vein of... Um, 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, Also, hi everyone. So let's crack on. So um, we've been we've been meaning to do this episode for quite a while. We came up with the idea of doing this one maybe a year ago, so sort of at the end of our last season. But it's it makes a bit more sense to do it now because obviously we're in the the break between season three and season four. And I believe in the first episode of season four, Britney herself does rock up, and it's you know it's it was done during 1999. So it makes more sense to do this now. But uh, Graham, before we do start talking about the events of the film, uh, give us a few more deets on uh, on everyone involved within this show.
1: Uh, Well, we'll introduce the actors as they they appear. Let's first talk about the the film and the the, uh, people behind it. Um, It was based on a novel called How I Created My Perfect Prom Date by insanely prolific teen fiction writer Todd Strasser. This man has written over 130 teen fiction books in his career. Um, And uh, the director, a man by the name of Mr. John Schultz... uh, John Schultz, he uh, was the original drummer for a band called the Connells, who were sort of part of the same Southern College Rock, like mid, late eighties scene as REM. Right. Obviously, uh, he left the band in 1985. One might argue too soon, because ten years later, they had a top twenty hit in the UK.
0: Oh right. Okay.
1: So there you go. Um, and that would have still enabled him to uh, embark on a film career afterwards, because his first film was directed in 1996. Um, which was called Bandwagon, and it was an indie film uh, about a struggling band sort of based on his experiences in the music industry. was oh, pretty cool. It was very low budget, but it was picked up at Sundance, so it was actually released in cinemas uh, throughout America, and off the back of that, uh, he moved on to this. Uh, you drive me
0: crazy. So, so it was straight from indie film about the struggles of putting a band together... Called Bandwagon. Yep. ...to a cinematic release based around how to create your perfect prom date. Yeah, uh, he also directed the making of Jurassic Park... Uh, Sorry, what? The making
1: of Jurassic Park. He directed oh, the he making. Directed of. the making of Jurassic Park. So a documentary on how Jurassic Park was made. He directed.
0: Okay, cool. okay. Has, um, has he gone on um, to do anything sort of bigger?
1: Um, sort of. He um, made a few, a good few more family films. Uh, do you remember, like Mike? Yes. I do, um, yeah, yeah. When Zachary Brewer came to town, or Zachary Beaver, sorry, came to town. Uh, they were both with Jonathan Lipnicki. If you remember him, yes. He, yeah. uh, he was sort of the Macaulay Culkin of the Turn of the Millennium. But he didn't have a home alone. I was thinking about this this morning. He didn't have a home alone, so he's not really remembered. But he was the child star of the uh, eternal millennium. So he did two films with him. He did a uh, film adaptation of The Honeymooners, uh, starring Cedric the Entertainer. Again, remember him. Um, got <laughs> a star <laughs> on the Walk of Fame this year. So, uh, you know. Yeah, he's still around, but mainly sort of in the sphere of, like, Netflix and Disney Channel original mm. uh, films. The writer... The script writer. And this is a good script. This is a crackling script. It's funny. It's moving. It's, it's yeah, very much in the vein of 10 Things I Hate About You. Not quite of that calibre, but, yeah, good. And, yeah, written by someone who really knows how to appeal to a teen audience, uh, Mr. Rob Thomas, who went on to create Veronica Mars. Right. About five years oh. later. Ooh. Yeah. That's yeah. just, that's come back. For a, another yeah, it's, it's on big, a Hulu now. Yeah, big, yeah. big, big old cult show, and uh, like any cult show from uh, decades past, has uh, had a revival. Yep. So yeah, those are the two uh, two guys who are helming this uh, this project, and uh, I'll introduce you to the cast as we meet them, as we get them. So- Except there is one person we already know very well, and that's our friend Melissa Joan Hart. Um, and yeah, this was meant to be a uh, breakout from from Sabrina. Yeah. Fr- and, you know, like she, like, she posed in Maxim, like, leading up to the release of it. It was the real, like, thing that a lot of child stars have of I'm grown up now. Yeah. It wasn't a flop. It did make back twice its budget, and then some. Critically, wasn't very well, well received, but then teen films often are not.
0: Yeah, that's very true.
1: Yeah. But it was not a springboard,
0: as we know, to a particularly... Uh, high-profile film career for Melissa, which is a shame. Arguably, unfortunately for Melissa, she just had to then dive back into the realms of um, sitcoms and children's TV. Fortunately fortunately for us, though, she does carry on for a, a couple of number of seasons, but, yeah, it must be quite disheartening for someone who's desperate to break out, and even though the film, relatively speaking, did well... Financially, Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't enough to spearhead a uh, an adult career, I guess. An adult career. A not film like, career! A, I, I <laughs> could have just said a film career. Yeah, I <laughs> had to a, say adult career. Well, you know what I mean, like, you
2: know, to... to well, no, not, if she wanted want to go... No, okay, something. right, basically, the bottom line is, if she wanted to make that leap, then she shouldn't have stopped off in Tweenville.
1: Yeah, I guess because she was still, I think, in her very early 20s when this came yeah, out. Yeah, so she needed to go one step further and get a a, a meaty, dramatic role. Yeah, she was in yeah. a hard-hitting, gritty drama yeah. and that would have, like, cast off the uh, chops. But then again, she is a comic actress. She's very funny. Yes. She, you know, can, you know, do drama within comedy, but comedy's definitely a strong suit. Yes.
0: So uh... So the reason, obviously, like I said, we're, we're discussing this film is because of Melissa Joan Hart. It kind of fits in with the whole Sabrina timeline. And, uh, yeah, boys, did you seen, or, or at the very least, were we you aware of this film, never mind seeing it before, uh, this morning? I remember the film being out. I remember
1: as well, obviously, the Britney song, um, but also that um, Melissa Joan
0: Hart and Adrian Grenier uh, were in the video for it. Yes, I remember the video. I remember them being in the video, but I, I didn't know this film existed until I think you mentioned it last year or so. So, uh, yeah, very, very new experience for me. And uh, you yeah, hadn't watched it before I sat down with you three. And well, obviously we will get into the ins and outs of it, but uh, I was very, very excited. <laughs> and obviously going into this, what were your preconceptions going into this film? Like, what did you think based on necessarily the cast or the post? I mean, the post for this film is terrible. Um, but yeah, before watching this film, what what your what did you presume you were going to you were gonna be i for? i genuinely thought i was going to watch some
2: absolute drivel teen high school dialogue, it's like a, a straight to
0: it's like a tv yeah, sort
2: like, of movie yeah, you know? yeah tv either a straight to dvd or tv movie that was just so Cringe and slow and just oh, it's I
0: guess, predictable and stuff as well. I mean, Wait, it was, hey, like, hey, hey. I still predicted some of the things that happened. Oh yeah, the one that I was going to say it was still very predictable. But I think the, the the whole the film as a whole was was really enjoyable, really good, and we yes. were properly invested. But uh, Graham, did you have the same thoughts? I thought it'd be.
1: I mean, what do we know about the late nineties? Weird time. <laughs> Might as well have <laughs> been the nineteen thirties. <1930s>. Everything <laughs> was still fucking as the kids say these days problematic so I thought we, were, and it was a teen film it was rated 15 it sucked without a trace unlike things like 10 Things I Hate About You that have endured so I thought it was going to be just really just possibly crass but at the very least just very just just yeah just like Chris said just tedious and wow there are some late 90s-ness in this film there oh, is god. but could be god it could be worse considering- oh it, it could be Sabrina season 1 <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Considering how crass the late 90s could be, this wasn't too bad.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, I, I guess I guess going into this, we were th- had some negative preconceptions going into this, thinking like, oh, you know, I'm not going to enjoy it. It's going to have Melissa Joan Hart, we're going to love it for her, but mm, is this really going to be good? But, I mean, spoiler alert, the three of us, at various points, were so invested in this film. We,
1: and, and don't get us wrong, folks, you know, we are not objective reviewers. We went into this expecting to laugh at it, no we didn't we laughed with it we cried with it we were swept along on the ride and uh, I think I believe at several points we even cheered oh, we, oh, oh yes, yes oh, we, we did a few very very good punch the air moments in this yeah thing very very good moment yeah, but, and one moment that none of us saw coming and and we realized well yeah uh, not necessarily punch the air at that moment no 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 put, no put something put put something in the air in a certain uh, <laughs>
0: configuration yes we'll get to that we will <laughs> get to that but uh, I mean I'll, I'll we'll, we'll start talking about this film probably now but in a nutshell this is about Melissa Joan Hart um and as the book that, that this was the basis of he's trying to uh, craft against the perfect prom date so she isn't alone in the prom date and she gets her sort of a rugged next-door neighbour and tries to make him into the perfect boy but i wouldn't go say rugged i'd say disheveled yeah he's sort of like this sort of like
1: i'm rugged rugged in terms of filthy i guess <laughs> no he's, he's well he's he's you know he's the he's the typical disaffected 90s teen he's jordan catalano you know he's sort of the um yeah the yeah the the handsome brooding misfit yes except that's perfect except she doesn't seem to realise how handsome he is
0: yeah yes <laughs> well I mean we uh, just, uh, we might as well sort of discuss the main sales obviously Melissa Joan Hart needs no introduction or no explanation It was you know but uh, the the bloke <laughs> I love that needs no explanation she is Melissa Joan Hart <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well she is well yeah to a Sabrina
1: podcast obviously it needs no yeah. explanation needs, Yeah. Um, but still and if you still want to know fun. more about her uh, listen to the three seasons that we've done uh, prior to this exactly particularly episode one where we actually introduce the main cast of Sabrina Adrian uh, Granier um plays uh, the uh, the male lead in this film. Uh, he's by far best known as in it's really his only main claim to fame. But it was a long running series, and it even had a film. Movie, a film, see, yeah. Uh, yeah. Six, six seasons and a movie. Yep. Yeah, we speak of Entourage, where he played Vincent Chase. Um, he was in The Devil Wears Prada as well. Um, but... Oh yeah, he was uh, Anne Hathaway's uh, love interest. Uh, yeah. Yes. But yeah, um, yeah. So a uh, big, big TV star of the 2000s. Um, off off the
0: back of uh, this is. Uh... I don't know if it's his film debut, but it's certainly his first lead role. Mm-hmm. So the uh, in, in similar fashion to how we do our episodes, we might as well do it in the same way as our films. So the film opens on Sabrina, sorry, bad habit, uh, Nicole, we learn in this film, uh, staying up all night being a freak, which maybe me think it's that... Possibly a callback to Sabrina, maybe. Uh, but uh, she wasn't just up all night because uh, you know she couldn't sleep. It's because she's kind of been a bit insane. She's fantasizing about um, the uh, sort of the basketball star, uh, All Star Brad, um, imagining them together in in prom because that's that's her goal, I guess. This uh, hunky Brad, yeah, this um,
2: blonde haired, blue eyed, sort of parting curtain, parting
1: curtain, you know.
2: Athletic, the dream
1: boy, the yeah. dream boy, yes. But she's a, she's a strange um, character, Nicole, because she um, sort of plays the role. I mean, we've talked about the cult of American high school mm. in the past, and the the hierarchy and how sort of institutionally regimented it is. And Nicole, she she's kind of like a nerd, you know, a straight straight A student, but she's also like part like the high school sort of bureaucracy, yeah, kind of thing. Like she's like the head of the organizing committee for the Centenary Prom. Yeah, I, I, and I also think at one point she she is called Miss School Spirit. She is, yeah, yeah. She's so it's no normal prom. It's this big, uh, big bash that former students are invited back to to celebrate one hundred years of uh, this school, uh, and she's also a correspondent for the school news station, which. Uh, has a videotape that airs seemingly every morning
0: every morning with the news it. of what's going on around the school um I think it's quite useful yeah definitely yeah, yeah I think it, I think she's 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 kind of like um Sabrina with a dash of Libby in the sense of that the popular side of Libby yeah. But otherwise, yeah, all her school fundamentals and her beliefs and the, the ability just to, to help everyone and all the friends. Yeah, it's very, very Sabrina, so it's nice. It's a bit of character consistency, for us at least. Uh, we then meet her next-door neighbour, um, who I didn't know his name at first, so I just called him Mop-Headed Prankster Boy. Uh, we learn his name is Chase, as he runs outside to stop his dad from flirting with his milk-wielding neighbour, who we learn then is Nicole's mother.
1: Yeah, so uh, Nicole and Chase were childhood-like best friends, lived next door to each other, hung out in a treehouse... Um, and we're inseparable, and then because they've
0: ended up in different cliques in school, have sort of drifted apart, kind of resent each other. It won't last. And there's also a bit of resentment that we learn uh, you know, maybe in an hour's time in this film of exactly why they start to drift apart, which yeah. just get a little bit uh, a little bit deep. It,
2: it, it hit you in the feels. It hit you in the feels. It really, really
0: did. Uh, but for now, yeah, he's just, uh, it's just chase. And uh, it turns out that uh, they were long-time acquaintances before junior high happened. Uh, they both work on the school TV show Chat Time. Uh, Melissa flirts in her boob tubes while Mob Lad flirts with drugs and perverts with his uh, his yeah. friend Ray is a bit or oh, zooms in on uh, Nicole's breasts and uh, he also shows him like a bag of a bag of a bag of those drugs well what we thought was those drugs we weren't entirely it, sure it was no, it wasn't drugs it wasn't at all drugs. it was I guess it was like a, a powdered, powdered colouring or something yeah, yeah.
2: pounded pow, pow, yeah Add to water,
1: make paint. That 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 powdered paint you used yeah. to get. You, you yeah, Remember that Remember, pounded, that pounded, remember the, the powdered paint. you yeah, well, save up. You'd save up your save for your pocket money. You go to Woolworths, remember Woolworths, <laughs> and uh, you, you get you get you get the powdered paint. Powdered paint and pick uh, a mix Yep. And, and yeah. what you do
0: is you suck on a lolly and then you stick it in the powdered paint, and there we yeah. go. We yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You are the, the lead that was in that paint. Oh, really lovely. got to
0: you, didn't it? So, uh, so yeah, so he's walking out with this bag of paint or bag of sherbet, who, who knows what it could have been. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll, we'll return to that mysterious uh, baggie shortly because we learned that it's the big 100 year celebration of the school's existence. The centenary wasn't yes, it? it yes. Yes.
1: Cent- centennial.
2: centennial. Centennial. Sorry. I mean, you know, they they kept calling it the the one hundred year celebration and the centennial dance and whatnot, and I was like, they they just kept getting it. It was like that's what centennial means. You don't need to then clarify it with
0: yeah. 100 years. Uh, so yeah, so it's a big 100 year celebration it goes off to a flying start, but then school hygiene sets the sprinklers to spray we thought was blood, uh, but no, it's just I guess orange-red uh, paint from, from that baggie that we uh, saw. Yes, that powdered paint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um,
1: we've not really articulated that Chase is um, a yeah he's a misfit he resents the hierarchy of the school and um, he likes to fuck with it, with his... He um, just like n- to
0: conform to the yeah, normies. Yeah, to conform to
1: the normies, so he fucks with it with his, uh, his little crew, of uh, Ray and um, designated Dave. Yeah. So Ray is an AV nerd, um, and Dave is uh, designated Dave, so named because he doesn't drink and um, is a taxi service home from house parties for drunken uh, jocks yeah he gets like pages and stuff doesn't he and he goes out and fetches people and so much so his car has a mesh uh, between the uh, drivers uh, between the front and the back like a taxi Um, and uh, Dave played by uh, Mark Webber not the Formula One driver um, but the uh, guy who played the lead singer in uh, Scott's band in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world and not much else. Yes, but um, a great film But also in his band, his band, his gang. Sorry, is uh, Dulcie, his uh, girlfriend? Chase's girlfriend. That is. Uh, played by Ali Larter. Uh, it
2: wouldn't be a '90s
1: teen film without Ali Lata. Well, she later, yeah, later starred in Legally Blonde and mm-hmm. uh, the first two Family Destination films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More recently, um, several Resident Evil films. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, she was also in the film Obsessed, uh, yes. starring Idris Elba and Beyonce. One of those films that I saw late at night and before the internet. Would imagine that I dreamt. <laughs> yes. um, also, though, most interesting thing about Ali Larter, which I found out doing my research. How she first established herself in acting. This is really weird. Esquire magazine perpetuated her as a fake model called Allegra Coleman. Like, they print pictures of her with accompanying articles as if she was a real celebrity. Like, there's something that she was going to be starring in the new Woody Allen film. Ooh. Um, Ooh. And that she uh, was best known to Deepak. Chopra, like the homeopathy guru and also that she had a stormy on-off relationship with David Schwimmer, who was obviously a big star at the time Mm -hmm. in uh, in Friends so yeah, like all of this and none of it had the consent of the uh, people she was linked to, which is particularly bad with David Schwimmer because it was his love life they were alleging. Yeah. Well, it's David Schwimmer, so. Yeah, but she, it wasn't real. It was just this then unknown Ali Lata in these pictures as this made up. Uh, this made up wait, so,
2: wait, so. Wait, like, so, so like.
1: Hang on. Esquire magazine. Yeah. In the days before the internet, when you could do such things. Yes. Invented a fake celebrity called Allegra Coleman. Who? Ali Lata. Her likeness. Um, just in the pictures that they printed in, in the magazine, was Ali Lata. And that's how Ali Lata became sort of... That's s- how she first became... The first thing she was known for being is Allegra is like Coleman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is bizarre. That, that is bizarre. Is, I kind of like it, though. That's... But, again, that is that's so 90s but it's not so 90s it's so pre-internet like you couldn't you couldn't do that even you know, like five years later probably people would find you out but yeah yeah that's
0: kind of like pre-catfish catfish yeah. isn't it you cat- the, the world was catfished by a magazine or they were gaslit maybe into yeah. thinking
1: that there was somebody called Eggra Coleman which there wasn't
0: and uh, what about Ray? He known for anything? Uh, literally nothing. Doesn't have a Wikipedia page, I'm oh, afraid. Poor bloke. Yeah. Well, I hope his A V career goes well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that that's the, that's the gang, the sort of the troublemakers, I guess. Um, uh, Chase and his gang they get suspended by the principal and felt up in the cupboard, but not by the, uh, the principal, by by the uh, the girlfriend. Uh, Nicole, we learn, is flirting with hunky all star basketballer Brad. He asks her out to the shoe shop and she says nah, but then uh, she catches him at the game instead. Yeah, that, that little exchange was quite sad and disappointing and gave us quite
2: an insight into Nicole as well. Yeah. She was sat outside a restaurant eating some uh, fries uh, while Brad comes over and we can see in the clock it's ten past four. And She exchanges words with Brad and says, I'd, I'd like to accompany you, but I'm, I'm meant to be meeting my dad. And it's like every, uh, the third Friday of every
0: month. Yeah. They, they meet up at four o'clock and it was ten past four. Yeah, we learn that uh, she's got a bit of a shitty dad, but we'll uh, we'll learn about his, his his uplifting career, literally. What is it about Melissa Joan Hart and having absentee,
1: absent fathers? Yeah, that is a recurring thing. That is theme. a recurring <laughs> yeah. theme. That is a Nicole-Sabrina uh, crossover there. Um, a bit of stunt casting as well. The um, principal is played by Mark Metcalf, who plays ball-busting authority figures in so many things. Started off in Animal House, I um, thought it was Animal House. Yeah, and that's and that's yeah, that's why he's in that role and why he's always casted that role is because in Animal House he was a killjoy, so he's been a killjoy ever since that's his typecasting. He's in three Twisted Sister videos playing his character from Animal House.
0: Well there we go. Yeah. Nice. Uh, ten minutes in and we paused it, uh, we got some bullshit propaganda quoted bullshit propaganda and some grubby gothic stoners are gathering to discuss animal welfare and politics uh, within the the minds of children in uh, 1999. Yeah, was this the moment when we were in the absolute grotto? We were, and that man was talking about rats. What? This film has a very distinct
1: message, we may as well get into it now, it's revisited throughout the film, but the message is that conformity is good and caring about anything outside of... Established institutions is stupid and a fucking waste of time. So in order to um, accentuate this uh, the Misfits meet in the shittiest grubbiest most horrible bar imaginable to watch a guy on a badly lit stage talk about animal rights and Chase is like, oh, whatever and uh, Dulcie is like, no, no, this is this is interesting. This is important we learn that the message is that she's wrong. <laughs> yeah, we In the most spectacular way, but spoilers, people. Oh, so yeah. we'll wait, wait, wait until we get yeah. there. It's she the late gets-
0: 90s, it's the end of history, caring is lame. <laughs> <laughs> caring is lame if you don't care about how well you place in school and what boy or girl yeah. you've got wrapped right around your arm nobody gives a shit yeah. it's the just... welfare of animals yeah fuck them yeah it's Bill Clinton's America no one gives a fuck about anyone or anything
2: oh <laughs> god yeah, if... yeah Clinton was still in power
0: yep but <gasps> yeah, if, if you had any uh, fundamental beliefs and support for for um, for, uh, for animals and, and you were interested in their welfare well um, you know let Nicole shoot you down very shortly yeah, yeah. <laughs> very surely. yeah the, the, the message of the late 90s shut up yeah <laughs> <laughs> shut up and do what we so yeah Fuck it out, know. but yeah so yeah and, and as well it's just as this guy is about to talk about the animal welfare we just cut to the next scene because n- no one gives a no shit no one that <laughs> uh, but enough about that because Brad clotheslines a cheerleader and it turns out that he's actually into Nicole so this starts a bit of a uh, a, a, a domino effect he uh, Brad in, 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 in the uh, testosterone filled game that he's in uh, clashes uh, almost knocks his poor I'm girl I'm sorry like... clashes no 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 fucking wipes out spears <laughs> <laughs> well no it's a clothesline it's here. a per-
1: perfectly executed wrestling clothesline uh, with a trip and STO clothesline um, yeah. yeah and uh, yeah and then lands like, on top of this cheerleader and it's a bit of who yeah. yeah and that then
2: uh, everyone cheers and they're like "Whoa!" and yeah I don't know no, the cheer happened after
0: he stood up he got his cock out or something. he might have got his cock uh, out yeah maybe that gets a cheer from a crowd yes. uh, but yeah everyone's like "Whoa!" but it turns out that he, he is actually into Nicole and Nicole's playing a bit hardball she's like you know what I like this guy, but you know I'm not going to run to him. I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not just going to yeah. make myself available right away. Which is, which is, she's she's quite a good, strong character. Uh, but yeah, Chase meanwhile gets dumped by Ali Larter just in time for a down tempo punk song, and he's totally bummed out. And yeah. this is
2: depression montage. Yeah, we get a nice depression
0: montage of, of just him moping around and being awful. And this is by no means the first instance where we've had music in this uh, in this film. Uh, but by God, it is it, as as is on trend with these sort of teen films yep. there is music out the wazoo slathered slathered in pop punk <laughs> absolutely swimming in the stuff again much like 10 Things I Hate About You that's just but yeah yeah, this this film is, is yeah riddled with uh, numerous sort of uh, just good use of the word yeah um, very, uh, very of just very inappropriately loud and uh, sort of just strange uh, music uh, but speaking of bummed out, Nicole uh, is a bit uh, upset at a house party when she finds out that Brad has fallen in love with a cheerleader that he knocked out, and the up-tempo pop track doesn't help. Or the repetitive use of the word "slut." Mm. Ooh, yeah, that's
1: that's a bit, a bit, yeah. bit, a bit, bit of the bit bit of the late '90s problematism. It's, it's not
0: nice for us to hear Sabrina say that as no, well. No, a bit, bit of the internalised misogyny there from uh, Nicole, not nice. Not no, nice. not nice at all. We've we've heard her say uh, dick a few times before this, and then, yes, not nice, no, it's not, nice. not a good look for you. Uh, she gets bundled in... Oh, she, oh, she gets... Um, Nicole gets smashed as well. Like She just gets really, really drunk because of this uh, depressing news. Uh, she gets bundled into designated Dave's car alongside Chase and Brad, who too gets really, really drunk and apologetic. But Nicole, she don't want to know. Uh, She then considers inviting Chase in for a snog. There's a slight pause of,
2: you know,
0: they're both going to the same place. They both live next door. Uh, But instead decides to traipse through her yearbook and I guess kind of Grade the boys in how, yeah, no, it was how they like, qualify for being her prom date. It was day. like
2: going through the yellow pages yeah uh, and just going no you're unavailable or you're dead now and <laughs> you're, <yeah>.
1: dead now. <laughs> you're dead now you're dead now yeah,
2: yeah no, you've never done that you know go go through your address book and go oh no that person's dead
1: got yeah. get rid of that it, number it's a, when you get to our age that's a common thing yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, pro- yeah yeah it's a process of elimination thing she's she's striking off whoever. It, is no go for the prom. Yeah. And it's narrowing down and down and Chase is now one of the few remaining options. Yeah. Chase Hammond.
0: Chase Hammond. Hambone, as we learn, yeah. is his wonderful nickname. When she realizes that Chase is a possible option, they're like, you know, we used to be friends. It's fine. No, you know, no strings attached. Whatever. Um, she asks Chase to take her, hoping that it would make it wouldn't make her a loser, and it might make uh, Chase's ex-girlfriend a little bit jealous. So they're hoping to both get something out of this uh, relationship.
2: It's a uh, mutual, mutually beneficial plan.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, So yes, it's good. They've got a good thing going on. They're going to scam everyone. They're going to make everyone believe that they are a believable couple. And at the end of it, they'll both get the people that they want out of it. Yeah. So once the phone call is ended, she throws the
2: phone out the window. Closes the blinds. Uh, no, she doesn't close the blinds and just takes the top off. <laughs> and
0: just goes to bed. And goes to bed. Leaves I, the window open because Chase then climbs through it and just uh, sits next to her. Sits yeah, ne- yeah w- wakes her up and just has a in chat with her in her bra in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that was Dude, weird. Just
2: to point out, Chase isn't wearing her bra. No, Chase isn't wearing her bra. She's wearing her bra. She's wearing
1: but- her bra because bras are so comfortable to sleep yeah, in. I, I, I'm sorry, but... I. I Never worn a bra, Never but... Never worn a bra, but... Fairly sure that's... It's not,
0: not going to yeah, be comfortable. No. Uh, but yeah, he wakes her up and uh, she decides that Chase is a bit of a scruff and he needs a makeover to make them to make it look like he's a believable person that she would date. So We've she's... had
1: this before in things um, that we've reviewed, I can't remember if it's Sabrina or other stuff, where 90s fashion just all looks so terrible now oh. that it's difficult to tell who the cool kids are and who the not cool kids
0: are. So Again, just... it's a bit of character consistency, well, actor... Because um, this is, I guess, with Melissa Joan Hart is uh, Sabrina often likes to change Harvey in terms of what he looks like in dresses. So yes, it's true. a very popular theme with you know, as you said, and uh, uh, Chase gonna- Harvey. um Thing that you pointed out, they both look terrible in hats. They do. Yes. They both don't suit hats. So again, great consistency. Maybe, maybe Hart can only act in environments that she's used to. Maybe, yes. maybe that's why it didn't, yeah, uh, didn't take off after this
2: film. But again, it was a lovely thing to see the uh, the makeover
1: of a male rather than the makeover yes. of a female. That was yeah. a nice little change. There's a few little tweaks on the formula in this yeah. film. It is formulaic, but there's a little, a few
0: curveballs thrown in, which are nice. Yeah, yeah, very very nice um, so the, so um, Nicole takes Chase to go and get a makeover to make their relationship look legit and the plan to succeed obviously so cue another outrageously loud bland music makeover montage his makeover looks a little dorky and unconvincing and Ali Larta isn't buying it at first but there's a little bit of a cheeky eye there we then learn that Nicole has a deadbeat dad yay hey! um, yeah. never shows up when he's supposed to meet her she's always disappointed she's like that's why she She's a bit uh, mistrusting with men. She's like, you know what? My dad left my mum and he's a shitbag. I don't want anyone, anything to do with any of these these lads. If they're not ultimately immediately attracted to me and faithful to me, don't want to know. We then drop an R-rated R bomb and we're not really going to get into it, but you should know what we mean. Uh, Join the basketball game where Chase gets into the spirit of becoming the boy Nicole wants him to be. He's even making friends with all the jocks, lads. He is making friends with all the jocks.
2: And you want to know how he makes friends with all the jocks? He talks sports He yeah, talks sports He talks, he he about talks sports loudly yeah.
0: Loudly about sports He and talks loudly about sports He high and then, fives really aggressively I, as well He
2: also has a fist bumping moment thing
0: Yeah Yeah where all All, all jocks do that thing You know Yeah that's it that's it. The Joe seems to agree as well. That's uh, that's kind of the checklist for being a, 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 a appealing to the jocks. You've got to be loud, aggressive, and you've got to talk a lot about sports. And he does that really well. And Nicole's like, you know what? This guy scrubs up well, and I think he's going to do all right. Uh, they start having the time of their lives in their top-down muscle car and REO Speedwagon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Keep On Loving You, is that what it's called? Yes, yes it certainly is. Uh,
0: by REO Speedwagon. It's a fire engine.
1: Um, that's what an REO Speedwagon is. Shit. Um, And uh, yeah, um, this is a classic 80s power ballad. Um, Also, the whole sort of going slowly down the main street in your hot rods seems to be a reference to uh, the classic American team film, American Graffiti, in which George Lucas... Um, showed that he could write human beings' dialogue, on <laughs> yes. one occasion, and yes. then nev- and then never again. Yes, weird,
2: eh? <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I still don't understand why they were going at ten miles an hour down the main
1: street to show everyone how
0: fucking cool they are. Yeah, American to, it's to reference American graffiti and, is that it yeah and also the driving diner is very American graffiti like as well yeah, so I'll do that, so yeah, it. yeah but yeah, as well yeah. I mean the main reason why they were driving slowly is for, is for everyone to notice them because they're driving slowly someone in loads of cars and another top down car next to them uh, is, is uh, one of one of their classmates and she's like you know what Chase is a little bit hunky and it, it is, makes yeah. Nicole think you know what the makeover I've got him is getting him a bit of attention maybe Maybe I just want to investigate this a little bit further. So, their plan is succeeding. They look like a believable couple already. They do look like a believable couple because they're both really attractive. <laughs> they are both <laughs> really attractive people, regardless of whether he looks disheveled or clean. Uh, he was attractive. They're either believable because they're both good looking yeah. people. Oh, they have a tough old time, don't oh, they? Oh, those 19 teens. 19
1: teens. 90s teens yeah 90s teens Because <laughs> yeah, those 90s teens those 90s, 90s teens the, 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 the 19 teens is like 1914 1915 that was a tough time yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. it,
2: was, yeah, yeah it, it really, really
0: was, was. Uh, speaking of a tough time we're in the park and Nicole bumps into a father who we believe is a hot air balloon salesman <laughs>
2: wait no 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 or a hot air balloon um, enthusiast driver,
1: pilot yeah he's certainly hot air ba- he's certainly hot air balloonist Yeah, which is yeah, yeah, hot air balloonist. Um, Which is the um, most bizarre, bizarre and literal thing of like a a absentee dad, like a dad who's always literally flying away. (laughs) It's Um, really weird. Who's literally full of hot air, (laughs) or at least his mode of transportation is. It's all very odd, but yeah, he's clearly clearly a bit of a deadbeat, a bit of a a transient. Yeah, he's not as much of a deadbeat as the man who plays. Um, What's the name of this uh, fine man? This guy Stephen Collins. Uh, he's best known on television um, for Seventh Heaven, uh, which was a drama series which ran from uh, eleven years, ninety six to two thousand and seven. He played a, uh, a minister, a reverend, a vicar, as we would say. Um, and it was the show was about him and his, his family. Um, so he was the lead in this. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was the lead in a, a long running TV show, but not much of a film career. Though he did have a significant supporting role in the first Star Trek movie. Uh, he admitted was never convicted, but was personally admitted, admitted to abusing uh, three underage girls between nineteen seventy three and nineteen ninety four. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, real deadbeat. <laughs> the thing is, he confessed to it. You know, there's probably oh. there's probably lots of people. Oh well, if he confessed to it, no, no, I'm not saying that makes it okay. I'm <laughs> just saying there's. I'm sure there's lots of other actors out there who've done God knows what and won't come clean about it. Yes. That is cool. What I'm saying is they're all horrible. They're all... <laughs> he's just he's just had the conscience to admit to being horrible. But uh, yeah, so we,
0: we believe he is a hot air salesman. We were joking about it, but hot it seems salesman. like... <laughs> so yeah, air... He's a hot air salesman. Well, he does talk a lot of hot air. So yeah, no, we were joking about it. We believe he is a hot hey. air balloon salesman. Um, seemingly, he pilots the hot air balloons to their destination and walks back, and that's why he's, yes. he's, he's never there for his daughter. Um, he invites her to a balloon... Balloon Festival in Rio and Graham what's that festival called it's called Balonza. <laughs> it's not that's my joke
1: everybody laugh I didn't hear that
2: first time round oh either. you didn't that's, did you? that's brilliant
0: Balonza. it's, it's
2: brilliant.
0: fabulous <laughs> so uh, yeah he invites her and she's like uh, no dad you're awkward it's really awkward to be well I guess in an argument with anyone but in the confines of a wicker basket I guess more yeah. so uh, he gives her a gift and she just throws it over, over the killing side, someone in the where process. it plummets
1: to the floor,
2: um, yeah, and kill someone, kill somebody. Yes, course. yes. So uh, it was
0: a book about
2: fixing motorcycles. Was it?
1: It's how like yeah, how like fixing a motorcycle like tells you about like the mysteries of a man. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where it is. Now that is a book you definitely want to. Yeah, uh... in, yeah. I mean, men, men are just ho- horrible, oily, uh, mechanical creatures. Cool.
0: So oh, uh, right. they have a de- terrible afternoon, and her dad looks. <laughs> A bit deflated. Because <laughs> 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 he's a <laughs> salesman. Chase's mates are a little miffed too, because he's changing into a jock. But uh, who's scamming who? eh boys, <laughs> As their uh, their scam seems to be working, but for who exactly? Uh, they're at Meteor Burger, where you get your burgers Meteor And Chase gets in a gets in a rage over the mockery of his friends, in particular uh, designated Dave, yes. to just make fun of this guy who's uh, you know he's he's so desperate to be liked, he will go and pick up these drunk. Yeah. Um They, because um, there's a little bit of a rift between Nicole and Chase. They reminisce about the good old days, you know, back in fifth grade, boys. Uh, they have an argument in the makeup, and even takes it to see the hot local band, uh, the Electrocutes. That's right, yeah, an all-female uh, pop punk uh, ensemble played by real-life
1: all-female pop punk ensemble, the Donners, who weren't that well known at the time. They were sort of like a sort of like a cult thing on like the California. Yeah. Punk scene, possibly the same scene Green Day came from, maybe. Maybe. Um, Like Green Day, they later signed a major uh, label deal. Um, Didn't have that level of success, of course, but they did have a top 20 hit uh, album in the UK and the top 40 single called Take It Off. Uh, So again, much like um, John Schultz's band after he left, they were bigger in the UK. Uh, than go. they were in their native US.
0: Nicole gets whisked away by ah, Chase's sweaty mates and a giant designated Dave we were unsure sure if it was just an extra getting in the oh, way. Oh, God. It was a huge guy.
2: He was dancing on a box. Um, you know how Lionel Richie dances on a seal ceiling? <laughs> on a seal?
1: <laughs> 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 I mean, animal cruelty, as we know, is fine. So, uh, oh, what according,
0: a <laughs> <laughs>
1: <clears throat> <laughs> according to this film, animal cruelty is fine. But so. you, you, you remember
0: when Lionel Richie danced on a seal. <laughs> That's why he's got that scar down his face. Yes. <laughs> that seal. <for> the <laughs> whilst she's having a... Um, whilst Nicole is having a whale of a time, best friend Alicia is uh, is having a snake of a time. Doesn't really work. Uh, but she's trying to gag into Brad. Now, I might as well uh, introduce Alicia. She's been in the film periodically here and there, but uh, this is yep. where her character actually becomes well a character um, and by God she very quickly becomes the villain of this film so uh... Um, yeah um, so
1: yeah Alicia um, played by Susan May Pratt who is no relation um, to Kerry Lynn Pratt who's also in this film who plays Divine we meet her later Uh, the actress isn't very notable but they've got almost the same name same surname and also three names which is funny But anyway, uh, yeah, she played Mandela, who's uh, Julia Stiles' uh, best friend who quotes Shakespeare in Ten Things I Hate About You. We've mentioned it already, uh, the definitive sensitive teen film of the late 90s. You hear a lot of people, like, sort of, you know, trying to be like, oh, no, the best film ever, yeah, it's The Godfather, or it's Goodfellas, or it's some other thing where white men shoot each other. It's not. It's Ten Things I Hate About You, and it's only because all most uh, senior uh, film critics are middle-aged men, that that's not widely
2: acknowledged. I mean, the bottom line is, 10 Things I Hate About You, it's based on William Shakespeare's Taming of the
0: Shrew. It is. Boom. And you that's were a you bit need. Canadian then, because you said 10 Things I Hate About You. That's <laughs> <laughs> Caroline Ray would call it. <laughs> about You. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, Alicia is trying to gag into Brad. She's trying to sort of plant some sort of seeds. She's saying that, you know, Nicole, um, you know, she's not like other girls, but I am you know she's trying to make herself a bit available mm. which is very sneaky um, speaking of gagging in Nicole snogs Chase to save face in front of his ex but was it just a scam or was
2: it something else
0: yeah. oh no it was just a scam there was no that I I, I said it during
2: while we were watching it was like there was no that That usually in those first moments where where, where you do t- make that kiss to save face they have that slowed down moment after it and their eyes meet and it's like my God, this was meant to be. There was none of that. Mm. No. no, but
1: Dulce's with um, that dickhead animal rights guy. Ca- oh yeah, fucking caring about the rights of animals. What a yeah, prick. The Alf dude. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah he um, Chase is you know lo- looks pretty pathetic, um, and yeah, um, Nicole sees this and you know just yeah to, to help him out gives him a snog, but there's clearly a bit of like. Uh, I quite enjoyed that actually yeah who doesn't like a snog snog. I I did and so did you who (laughs) doesn't like a good old snog you there you go this one right
2: here this one right here you just wait you will (laughs) again that sounds a bit creepy creepy, that That sounds
0: really (laughs) creepy (laughs) So in school the next day, and Chase is being interviewed by two horny teenagers about what the perfect date is.
2: She- the the one on the left was really
0: horny. She's yeah, biting a pen, she was, a she pen
2: was. Yeah, it was- the pen went to her mouth and it was that moment of- Is she licking the pen like she'd lick, lick, lick someone's cock? Is that what it is trying to be? I don't understand. <laughs>
1: Don't you
0: think that was <laughs> Well, that's, that's what went through my mind. So these horny teenagers are sort of asking him about, you know, they're kind of very attracted to him because he wasn't, I guess he wasn't noticed before, but now because he sees, because of how compatible he looks with, with, some, with a girl around his arm, he's starting to be noticed. So he kind of, I guess he's enjoying, even though well, it's, this it's, makeover it's, is not right for him, I guess yeah. he's, there's a part of him that's enjoying it. It, it. Well, he's got the preppy, you know, like
1: dress sense and the neat hair of a jock now, but the sensitivity of... Uh...
0: A sensitive kid. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's 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 a real he's a real catch. He really is. And and Nicole, she's she's staring off into space while supposed to be having a meeting because she can't stop thinking about Chase and uh, you know what presumably well, No,
2: she wasn't staring off into space, you idiot. She was staring at him. He was stood in the window, being oh, talked was, to was by he? the two attractive the horny teens.
1: Yeah. She's not staring off into space, she's staring off into Chase.
0: Yay! Hey. Hey. Well not into him, obviously that'd be a bit weird, but well, I see into your soul. Chase in the face, London. So that night... Public domain, baby. (laughs) Round about the right time frame as well. Um... That, That night, Chase is invited out by his real mates, but instead he chooses to spend it with his fake mates. Oh, you know, I think he begrudgingly wants to... Uh, kind of just be at uh, Nicole's beck and call to keep the scam up but you know it's turning a little bit real it's not uh, it's not working out for them I guess uh, with said fake mates are participating in a hellishly dangerous activity of stationary whitewater rafting it seems
1: yeah I mean they, they are um, chained to what I don't know but um, they, they are restrained uh, these yeah we've got a weird weird sort of which I didn't really like that much weird sort of scene it's quite utterly shot but you've got the guys set on the rocks Doing With their matching
0: shades and shorts. Yeah. Doing yeah. It was at
1: this point I noted where whatever the town that this film is set in seems to have a very strange um, affliction uh, affecting its uh, African American citizens. Yes. Where they can only give birth to girls. Even in crowd scenes, I didn't notice a single black man in this film. There are a few like token um, people of uh, POC like supporting characters, but they're all female. Very weird.
0: Yeah, very, very strange, I guess. I yeah. also
2: didn't like the fact that, you know, in this in this scene, it was like waterfall, body of water, waterfall, body of water, and they were all just sort of leisurely hanging around
1: cliffs. Yeah, it's the most interesting... And not Cliff Richard. Oh, if only. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. If anything could have improved this film. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's a most interestingly composed scene, but yeah, all all the guys are bro talking and all the girls are girl talking. The guys, th- yeah, the guys on the cliffs, and the girls below in the uh, the the rubber dingies. Yeah, the rubber ringies. Yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, so Alicia again tries to be a little bit snaky, and she's implanting um, sort a lie into uh, to, to the girl that Brad has gone fallen with. This cheerleader, the decked uh, Kathy, yeah, yeah. Um, tells her that um, he's is uh, his family a part of a, a cult? Yeah, yes. A doomsday, what, cult? A do- doomsday, a doomsday cult. cult, You
2: know, you know, one of those doomsday cults that were all the rage in the late nineties. Yeah,
0: like yeah doomsday cults and the powdered paints. They causing yeah. all sorts yeah, of mischief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so she starts planting that and again that's just it's just this darker side to uh, to Nicole friend is is coming to light. Um, we also get like a very sort of touch scene. It's quite a it's quite a heartfelt um I guess commentary on what high school girls in particular are going through. Obviously Chase has had a makeover just because, you know, all, but all he's done is just dress a bit differently and act a bit differently, but he meets this other character called D, uh it's not a real name she changed it to D Vine. Um but she used to be fat and wear glasses and be a complete outsider and she completely changed herself to fit in and to be more appealing to yeah, to the it's, jocks. It's it's
1: very yeah, it's very um very very, very interesting uh, sort of introspective scene, which is what these films live and die on really is. Introspection on the realities of uh, teenage life, so it was good to see a bit of that. And I, I like I like the character in general of uh, of D and um, the, the the secondary uh, couple, which is every bit as. Uh Every bit is root forable. Uh, oh, honey! By uh, that, that
0: God, we, it was. That we, that we get later <laughs> on uh, with her as well. But as well, like, you know, like it, you know, as you were saying throughout this film, Graham is obviously we're enjoying it just because you know, you know, whatever. We just just enjoying watching a film with a couple of beers on a Saturday morning. But the target audience that this was aimed for, they would be eating this, so they would be. It's it's completely great for that you've got characters that are can be relatable to, yeah. to the teens watching it. And uh, yeah, and, and good thing about Dee is she's gone through all this change and Chase asks her, is it all worth it? And she's like, well, the jury's still out. So even she's not convinced she's happy currently. Yeah. Which is, There's because, some negative messages in this film, but some positive ones. Yeah, are there. there are some, some positive Some very ones. negative messages in this film. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this chat kind of gives... Um, it plants a little bit of a, a seed in, in Chase's brain of maybe... Maybe what he's doing isn't making him happy, and he, you know, he, he wants out as soon as possible. Back home, when we find out the reason why Nicole and Chase actually drifted apart is because uh, Chase's mum was dying, and uh, Nicole was upset being around it. Yeah, she she didn't like being around a, a house.
1: A death, death house, a house yeah. of, of of death and dying, and then later a house of mourning because it, it was it was it was a bit of a bummer, <laughs> and, so, and they were only young, and they were only young, which is understandable.
2: It's yeah. uh, it's slightly understandable, yeah. But at the same time, be there for your friend.
1: Well, I think what what isn't understandable isn't so much that she was like that at the time because she was only little, but that she didn't that they continued to hate each other for years later, and yeah. only now is she comfortable to say, hey, listen, I'm sorry about that.
0: Yeah, that's not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's. it. Which, they, they were inseparable younger, and during this, you know, they were going out, you know, for a couple of years. You know, as kids, whatever. But yeah, they drifted apart just because of something that they were too young to talk openly about. Yeah, and then yeah. she she even references how he then started skipping class and pulling
1: some hijinks and and whatnot, and that's when she was like. Oh, he's gone too far.
0: Yeah, sort of like yeah, the sorcerer's rebellion is the sort of the disaffection he felt losing yeah. a parent so young. So yeah, it's good even though they've both got their quirks and you know uh, you know their funny points I guess in this this teen comedy. I like I like the actual real grounded parts of their characters it works, works really well and they yeah. do they do they do work together very well. Um, these these two actors. Um, <laughs> this is what we're talking about. If you know, if you had any doubts in your mind about uh, animal welfare, well, uh, Melissa Joan Hart's going to shoot you down because we're in lab class and uh, Dulcie is paired with Nicole and we learn that animal testing is good, cause cancer. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Jesus Christ. Wow.
1: This is honestly one of the most remarkable logic leaps I have seen in any film ever because Dulcie is... She's talking about um, you know all the, all the animal rights stuff that that she's gotten into and you know with her, a, a boyfriend from from Alf, Alf. and everything. Uh, he's not called Alf. His organisation is called Alf the Animal Liberation Front. Yeah, it's something like that, Kevin. Yeah. And yeah, and how like you know it sucks that Chase you know like doesn't follow that sort of thing that he isn't a real sort of activist or anything like that. And yeah, then uh, Nicole just says, "Do you know that his mum died of cancer?" And she just just says something like, "Rats in cages." All that testing on animals? Cancer drugs. (laughs) Think about it. She can't even articulate it properly, just massive pauses
0: and vaguely related things and then You know all those rats in cages, all those dogs with shave bits off and all those animals losing legs all through to animal treating? Well, they help fight against cancer. So Yeah.
1: But yeah, think about it. I mean that is how teenagers work, that they you know can only sort of form, you know, connections between things, but they don't have the life experience to really flesh it out. Yeah. But oh God, but you are supposed to be like, yeah, she's right. Animal she testing. Is right. Animal testing? Yeah. Because cancer. I haven't seen many, if any, pro-animal testing films. I mean, you know, obviously there's lots of like, pro-war films and things. You know, lots of terrible ideologies conveyed in
0: film. Mm. But this particular terrible ideology. Yeah. There we go. But uh, wow. yes, that was quite alarming. We had to pause it, take a breather, and open another beer. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, so, I
1: mean... Because cancer. Because cancer. Because cancer. So if Morrissey was watching this film, he'd be appalled by that,
0: but... Pleased by the lack of diversity in the cast. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is a good. This is a good film for uh, you know I guess thirteen to fifteen year olds and Morrissey. And Morrissey. Great. Um, this is when the film gets a little bit uh, juicy, and we were we we kind of called it before it happened, but we did not expect it to go like this. Uh, Nicole and Chase go to Brad's house party, and it is own. Not only... Fire is... up that Britney. It's on. <laughs> yeah. It is Not on. only is Britney Spears, the title song, uh, so brackets, You Drive Me, close brackets, crazy, yep. is a blasting on the stereo. But Alicia gives Oof. Brad a look of, you know, like the old, the old fuck me eyes. Yes. Also, we thought, it's not Brad she's after. No, it is not. She fucking kisses Chase, boys. <sighs> we, when... To our feet, we were outraged. We, we were, that we we were outraged. like, I tell you what's going to happen. In this house party, uh, Alicia's going to try and crack into Brad, as we've, as we've seen her sort of testing yeah. the water a little bit, and they're going to fall out as friends, but we did not expect it to go like this. No. And also her cracking into Brad, I mean, because obviously
1: Chase and Nicole are made for each other, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. She mm-hmm. probably should have okayed it with Nicole first and had a chat. But, yeah, but... But, but oof, oh,
2: no, not... because. Because Nicole is in another room talking with Brad, because Brad is now available, because, um, Kathy dumped him because she thought he was part of a doomsday yeah. cult, but he's not, he's a Lutheran. Yeah.
0: And, Alicia, and Alicia's busy saying that look at it, look at her. She's 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 meant to be with Brad. She's talking with him. As soon as he's single, she's in the room yeah, talking exactly. to him. Exactly. Yeah. So Chase, after
2: I we see him take at least four te- tequila shots. Yeah. Goodness knows how many he had before, is getting this sort of mixed message from, from Alicia until eventually she hands him some salt on her hand. Oh yeah! yeah. She then feeds him a shot and prepares the lime and puts the lime just out of reach of his mouth and slowly brings it towards hers.
0: And then they fucking smooch. They smooch, but that's not the worst of it because obviously Nicole clocks it and Alicia knows she's watching and she just gives her the fuck you eyes. The the side eye. The side eye was...
2: Oh, that, that hurt me. Yeah, That
0: hurt me. I, I was enjoying this film, but I didn't realise how much I was into it until all three of us are jumping up yeah. going, Fuck you! Um,
2: <laughs> Fuck you, Alicia! Fuck you!
1: Beautifully executed scene. Mm. Wonderful. Uh, brilliantly directed uh, by Mr. Schultz. Um, brilliantly acted by uh, Ms. Pratt and uh, Ms. Hart. Um, wonderful use of tequila. In, in, in wrestling, film. don't they?
0: They call it a swerve. Yeah, but it's quite the swerve. It really yeah. was, and mm. and Alicia then continues her, her treachery. She pulls away, acting as if it was all Chase's idea, which makes him feel <laughs> terrible. Uh, and then it leaves Chase and Nicole both absolutely devastated. Yeah. And uh, they both kind of go their separate ways. Um, you know, Chase goes to the nearest, I guess, like sewage hole. He starts <laughs> to just his gut shundering into yeah. it. Oh man But luckily uh, That's De- what happens When you kiss Alicia <laughs> It certainly is <laughs> Like she's got Bad breath unfortunately uh, So uh, luckily uh, Desi Dave uh, uh, Rocks up That's designated Dave uh, That's Desi it. to his mates uh, Drives a drunk And chundered chase uh, he Gives him a ride home And tries to give him A reality check About who his real friends are But he just shouts back About how much Of a loser Dave is Which oh. is Absolutely not cool for So just because You're not with the cool kids Doesn't mean you can Drag me back down To the losers You, you fucking loser and he leaves. Well, the thing he takes issue with is that Dave doesn't stand up for himself and is just yeah. being used by yeah.
1: all these jacks. As- but
0: Dave is seem—he's probably not, but he, he seemingly acts as if he's—he's he, he's aware of that and he's okay with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly.
0: He—he—he—he um, he,
1: he, he has a function within but, their domain, but yeah. he does have a sort of a bit of a. Um, a light bulb going off in his head of yes I do need to stand up Yeah, I do need to mm. take a stand up mm. and that plays into a brilliant
0: scene which is just oh, coming yeah. up which is right now uh, yeah. because which obviously right now. filled filled with absolute rage um, he uh, gives jock asshole Eddie and uh, the, the lovely Divine a ride home but Eddie wants Dee to drive his stick yeah. this entire exchange made me so uncomfortable it was really uncomfortable it because was like... they're in the back seat and he's all like Sort of going, oh come on, trying to give me, trying to give her a kiss, and yeah. feeling, you know she's. And, and even D was, and... Like, was
2: like, it was it was just uh, de- so apologetic and thankful today, saying thank you so much. I would have taken Eddie's car, but I don't know how to drive a stick shift. And he was like, and and, and Eddie was like, oh, I'll give you a stick to drive, and it was just so so uncomfortable, but very pertinent in terms of jock culture.
0: Yeah, c- did you catch what he called her? Did he call, They called her like a you former
1: fat bitch. Yes, he yeah, did. You form, like... yeah. You thought. Yeah, you thought you got lucky with a case of bulimia. He said. Yeah,
0: we've not because all,
2: all because she wouldn't touch his dick.
1: Yeah. yeah. Up to this point, Eddie was just one of the jock gang, and just in a few lines of dialogue, he's he... just just the biggest prick on earth. Who you can't wait to see just die. Di- yeah. Well, we we hoped he'd get run over by. Yeah. It. Yes, um, <laughs> we did. Yeah. Eddie, by the way, played by Jordan Bridges, uh, who is the son of Bo and uh, nephew of Jeff.
2: No way! There we go. Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: And what an asshole he was. What an asshole he was. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Eddie wants D to drive his stick. Uh, So filled with all this rage from the reality check he got from Chase, uh, Dave pulls him out and gets his ass handed to him, unfortunately. Uh, But Eddie gets uh, pepper sprayed in the face, almost run over, hopefully by us. And, uh, yeah, he drives off with D all protected and fine. And, you know, Dave is all happy and... Yeah, again, just like the last scene, we were so invested. Yeah, in this. Pat,
1: thank God for pepper spray. Um, you know, it's good. Great to see Dave take a stand. It's good to see that like D had some agency. Like she wasn't just a damsel. Like in the end, she sees him off. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, with, exactly. With, with the pepper spray. Yeah, and that 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 was what was beautiful about. That's what's beautiful about that couple. Yeah, like, like, like Dave and D.
2: It's like that they they support each other. They have each other's back. No one will
0: take on one challenge. Yeah, yeah. They, they will take it. It makes you think that maybe the the, the element of her life that she was unhappy with was the fact that she, even though she she looks and possibly feels great, she's attracting the wrong kind of guy. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah, and so
1: yeah, like the the teamwork and the bond between the two of them is instantly established, and we're just like, yes, come on, and uh, all 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 throughout, um, Dave has been um, consorting via email with a mysterious uh, Judy. Judy, daughter fourteen, on a Yahoo chat. Yeah, and um, you know, and all friends are like. I mean, they don't say the word because it didn't exist in that context at the time. But people are, like, oh yeah, you have just been catfished. You know, it's not I'm not a real person. But uh...
0: we'll oh boy, see that we'll that see. all goes wonderfully to plan. Uh, but before we get there, we've got our favourite scene. I mean, perhaps favourite's not the, the the correct word, but the the scene that I think I'll remember for the rest of my life about how. Completely out there, it was, and how unexpected and um, yeah, strange it is. Well, because uh, I mean, over the course of the, the next sort of couple of minutes, uh, Dulce trying to worm her way back into a vulnerable chase, and things get tense obviously between Alicia and Nicole, and Nicole and Chase. Um, and then they're in school, they're in the class, and they're chatting about stuff. And then, obviously, the video of the of, of the school's report that they do in the morning yeah, yeah, is yeah, coming yeah. on. The the uh, the obviously the regular scheduled programming for just two kids talking about it, and then they cut to um, it's, to, it's, to, to a segment. Yeah. Uh, so Ray cues up the video,
1: and it's uh, Ray's a Razor Piesta Resistance. This. Uh, Manically edited uh, montage of... um, Of all the popular kids throwing up, partying,
2: doing
0: stupid things. Taking drugs. Taking drugs. Even um, uh, Eddie sort of calling D, I think, like a slut or something again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, Not only that, but it opens on Chase, chundering. So all the little videos that he's been taking of these... High flying bourgeoisie, because that's yeah.
1: a Ray's thing all the way yeah. through, isn't it? Is that he's constantly got he turns up with um, Dave to pick all the drunk people up, and he has a video camera, yeah. and he's he's videoing all the all the uh, high jinks. However, out of nowhere, just for a flash, um,
0: an instant in this video, Phil. Well, what happens is there's footage of. The crowd at the basketball game yeah. cheering. Uh, yeah, crowd just standing up, cheering, doing like the, the, the chant, which we Go saw, fight right, go yeah. or something like that, yeah. or something like that. They're all cheering. However, when they stand up to cheer with their arms in the air, we uh we, we very quickly fade into it an wasn't overlap. A fade. It was a quick cut. Okay, a quick cut to um Nazi saluting. Yeah, to a, a proper, full
1: on, literal Nazi as in Hitler and his mates nineteen thirties Germany uh rally. Uh, and the crowd standing up and doing the salute. And then we cut immediately straight back to
0: the crowd standing up and doing yeah. the salute. <laughs> it's like, wow. And they cut to the class and, you know, where uh, Dave and uh, Ray are like, wow, oh, this is great. But like, fucking hell, where did that come from? Literally, no one reacted to that. We reacted to it like, what the fuck was that? Because <laughs> the thing is, though, I, know, I know what... I, well, actually i was gonna say i know what they're saying i don't know what they're saying because most of those people in those crowds are probably just like family well or just just people watching their game and they're being compared to nazis <laughs> to a Nazi. hey the nazis had families too pal um
1: but uh, they, they were only people once but um yeah once but um yeah i well it, it goes on with the whole thing that you know that the outsiders say at the beginning you know like they don't really have an ideology other than that our oh, high schools are High school's a cult, it's a hierarchy, it's, you know, it, it's it's sort of, you know... A, populist. Yeah, it's populist, it's a dictatorship, mm, yeah. and, we're, and we're outside of it. So it it, go, it goes in with that, but actually going there with the footage, and it's like, I don't
0: know. It's a bit too far, Tony. Yeah. 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 Sorry, <laughs> Tony. A bit too mad. Um, But yeah, and obviously, because <laughs> this... this No well. one's Tony. Right. It's just,
2: that's the saying, too far, Tony. Oh, right, okay. And also yeah. it's, Tony was fine. Oh, Tony of fucking
1: bikinis. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fucking Nazis he, he worked on this as well he
0: <laughs> did that's Tony for you it? Well, then it cuts to the fucking Nazis <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah so the hell is with this uh, film's politics and the direction they're going in but hey uh, Ray and Desi Dave get suspended for their hijinks uh, Nicole and Chase are trying to get on with their lives cracking into Brad and, and Dulce uh, respectfully but they can't seem to stop thinking about each other boys it's almost as if they're driving each other crazy oh that's where it comes from uh, oh that's where it comes
2: from yeah
0: it all makes sense uh, Nicole compares Chase to her father being a big unfaithful sack of shit so even though they're not officially together they definitely felt like they have been together and you know this whole uh, adulterous act has um, you know it's, it's not gone down well for, for either of them On the eve of the dance, Nicole is crying in a swivel chair and our hearts were broken. (laughs) Our hearts were broken. I didn't realise this because even though there
1: are some emotional moments in Sabrina, I don't think there's ever a full-on crying scene because you can't really do that in a kid's sitcom, whereas in a film, you know, you just expect things to be a bit more cinematic, a bit more, you know, full-on. And the sight of Melissa Joan Hart crying... I mean, one, she's a good actor, so you know she looks generally like a heartbroken teenage girl. But also, like, yeah, because because we, we know because we know her so well because we feel so you know spiritually close to her, it really hurts. <laughs> yeah, it really hurts, and we see it a couple of times in the latter part of this film. And yeah, it's not
0: nice. I I didn't realize how invested I was in. Um, yeah, and, and Melissa Joan Hart's acting, and just, just obviously, we've been, we've come incredibly close with her over the past two and a half years doing this podcast. It's really odd to know that how close we feel as, as you know, as, as someone like that. But yeah, to see her cry, we're like,
1: "Oh, Sabrina, come here, give, give us yeah.
0: a hug." Oh, yeah, it, it was,
1: it was so, it was so profoundly not nice, <laughs> but. In a good way, in terms
0: yeah. of you know, it helped us get invested in this film. So, again, we've got good performances in this film, yes. and you know, it's so it's it, so that's again sort of makes us uh, realize that yeah, we were wrong to presume how this film would go yeah. because you know, it's thus far we're near the end, but it's going, it, it's really really good. Uh, at the dance, and it's a neon coated ballroom, which we suspect most of the ballroom, uh, most of the budget was probably spent on. Yeah, yeah, marble, huge unbelievable what was the budget for this film did you say uh, eight, 8 million dollars uh made
1: 22 million so they got their investment back but yeah like this is a set as well you can tell you know it's it's, it's not not a, a um, pre-existing building i don't think um and yeah just a ridiculously just expensive thing and this isn't supposed to be a private school or anything no. you know it's just supposed to be your average like sort of middle class Um, American high school yeah this is the efforts that just a bunch of teenagers put together and they organised that but you know there was even
0: a jumbotron there was but it is the centennial celebrating 100 years of the school there was a lot of money going in there but yeah it looks really really nice Uh, Ray pulled through and took Nicole in the end because he said to her like during the film he was like you know what if you've got no one to go with I will take you so you're not on your own and stuff. Will, and he even said it would be his privilege to do so
1: we had mentioned that um Ray in his sort of being the the nerd with the um you know um the un unrequited the unrequited crush on um on nicole on on a character played by Melissa Joan Hart. um and you know being a sweet but very
0: awkward guy he's very much the gaudy Oh, he absolutely film. is, mm. yeah. So, yeah. So again, a lot of similarities that we can sort of yeah. relate to watching this. So uh, yeah, so it's got a Ray pull through. Also, uh, Dave seemingly got lucky with uh, in meeting up with this girl that, that was believed to have been uh, fake all this time, but we'll see who she is very, very shortly. Um, it turns out as well that Brad did actually invite Nicole to the dance and she was like, no, I've already got a date, someone who's nice to me like Ray. And he in fa- <laughs> she in fact suggests that Alicia is a much easier option Oh yeah, Ooh. that's her part- parting shot to
1: Alicia. That's the last yeah. words of the exchange. And you, yeah. you wanna know something? Fucking fair, dudes That
2: yeah.
0: fucking fair play. Fucking there. fair play. Well, well played. Yeah, it'd be me. Well played, me. And indeed, ow. Yeah. So you know, thinking that you know what, I've got this, got this guy I've been after. But you know what? I'm not interested in him anymore. I've got this good guy who, fair enough, we're only friends. We're gonna have a good time together. You, hmm. You're a bit easy. Yeah, you're a fucking bitch. Yeah, bitch. Ooh, ooh. chase. So, in the meantime, has been dragged into a depressing sort of beatnik bar with uh, Dulcie and he realises that boycotting the dance is not what he wants. No. And neither is Ali Later. No. No. And so that's that's that. We just have all. We stare at Ali's face a bit too long. I guess it's. I well, mean, no. We Arise... say a bit too long. It. Would, well, I had time to go. This
2: is a bit weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it was to show off her acting chops because you could see her eyes filling up with tears and stuff, so I guess it was like... Could you? Yeah, so we're going to film you until you start crying. Go. (laughs) So it was a bit awkward, but yeah, he realised that, you know what, I've got... There's somewhere else I've got to be. Speaking of somewhere else he's got to be, a deadbeat dad rocks up to the dance and unfortunately, to our disappointment, it's not via a slowly lowering hot air balloon. No, no. (laughs) Crashing in through the ceiling, coming down, going, I'm here for you, girl. But uh, yeah, he's just here randomly. Um Well not randomly.
2: He's he he's seen, he was meant to be in Rio at this point. Specifically at the balloonza, yeah. Yes. Uh he he's noticed the error of his wa- ways and he's trying to make amends. So he turns up to the, the one hundred year celebration dance. Don't know where he's playing at.
1: But okay, I'll give it to him. But it is something that parents are invited to, and you mentioned yes, yeah. as particularly if they were
0: former pupils themselves. Mm. Um, and yeah, there's like a balcony, balcony where all the parents are hanging out. Yeah, because uh, we also yeah, because um, what happens now is sort well, Chase rocks up very shortly. But yeah, just speaking of parents, yeah, Chase's uh, Chase's dad's there. Yeah. Again, looking as awkward and stoned as he was at the beginning of the film. Yep. A bit wild, <laughs> but uh, yeah, his story isn't over. We'll uh, we'll find out how uh, his. Uh, his uh, story ends uh, at the very end of the film, but uh, yeah, the school celebrates uh, their uh, and unveils their sculpture, which is revealed to be one of those sort of big Tesla balls, I guess. Yeah, in-
2: yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was a bit of scaffolding with a couple of flashing neon
0: lights and a giant fucking ball. It was. It was That's what it was. It was a piece of Tosh that you would expect to see built these days. not... Yeah. Not 20 years ago, you'd see an actual sculpture, but no, it's a no. I shot. Thought,
2: I genuinely thought
0: it was like let's unveil the sculpture. I thought it was going to be like a
2: sculpture of the dude who founded. The fucking stool. That yeah, would have been nice, not for no, You don't know what he looked
1: like. <laughs> he <laughs> no. might have looked like a ball. He and might look like a ball <laughs> in scaffold. You don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? He was, was extraterrestrial, his, was his, it? his surname was Zoni, and that's yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's uh, not really a.
2: That's, it, that's an Italian name,
0: I'm guessing. <laughs> or his name was Zone E, and he was from outer space. And that's no, exactly the what b- it looked like. Bottom line
2: is, I expected like a marble sculpture or a stone sculpture, not. Not an some, actual marble and not, a sculpture. Yeah, not like a ball, some metal poles and flashing lights. It, if I wanted a ball, metal poles and flashing lights, I know a, I know of a
1: place that I, I know can a get guy. It. I know a guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you can just go down to Joe's ball and flashing lights. and <laughs> I guess they blew all their money on the just the general staging of the dance
2: and what they did was I, <laughs> we got some scaffolding they asked the blokes who did did all the building of the set do you mind if we just keep some of the scaffolding
1: back keep some scaffolding we'll put some of the some of the disco lights which we don't extra disco
0: lights we don't really yeah, need yeah, inside, yeah. A, inside a ball yeah and uh that's, it, and that's Tony it. Tony blew all the budget on the, on the location fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck fuck put a fucking ball some fucking oh, scaffolding God, where's that scaffold fucking class in what yeah (laughs) fucking I'm so glad Tony's not in the industry anymore (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah so they unveil the uh, the school's uh, sort of sculpture to celebrate the hundred years Uh, but who cares because D rocks up with Desi Dave, Desi Dave,
1: they're together,
0: and they they look pretty cute together. Yeah, boys. she was she, she, was, she was email together. girl the whole time. She, she was, um, and, and uh, uh, Brad's left with a proper stink face. Is yeah, it? yeah, course.
1: which is with Alicia, who also has a stink face, yeah. which is great. And we, and uh, Eddie definitely has a stink face yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. um, so it's foreshadowed earlier because when um, Chase and Dee have that conversation, she mentions her real name's Judy and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, He's mentioned that the uh, that the email girl is called Judy, so uh, if, if you've been paying attention, you can... Yeah. Have, or, as, you as, know, as we were. Obviously, we, we were. were so into it. And again, something
0: where we, we called it, but it was still to see it pay off, was like... Fuck nice. yeah. 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 Speaking of fuck, yeah, when they, when they take that uh, cloth off as well, Chase was hiding underneath it all the oh, time, yes. like a little scamp.
2: And then he does something that seems nigh impossible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he he <laughs> slides down the scaffolding as if he's skateboarding but he's not on a skateboard he's just on his slick black shiny shoes and
2: the angle of the bit of metal that is going down is far too steep
0: to be able to do what he was doing maybe that's why the staff are all just clapping their hands and cheering because um, you know fair enough he's breaking rules of health and safety but you know this guy is, is a fucking wizard this guy's defying <laughs> gravity <laughs> so uh, yeah that was uh, that was quite alarming but uh, yeah he um uh, so he arrives at the the dance in a nice suit at the end. Um, Ray, as well, obviously, he's on the date with Nicole. Being the bigger man lets Nicole go uh, with Chase so she can hang with him. So yeah. good guy, Ray. You've not got good the girl, girl, but you've got a respect, which is perhaps just as and good. And then,
2: obviously, Chase meets his dad uh, in the middle of the dance and asks his dad, what are you doing here? And his dad goes, dancing. And his dad replies, what are you doing here? And he replies, dancing, and it was just a very uh, odd exchange. Very awkward, but yeah.
0: we'll find out why that's awkward uh, very, very shortly. Sure. <laughs> it seems like the scam worked, and they both fell in love with each other which is nice so the scam was a bit too real which again is sort of the pot of 10 Things I Hate About You <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly the it is exactly the, is, yeah. is exactly they, the they hate each other and then come to come to
1: love each other in the yeah. end yeah but also they're sort of thrown together through like disingenuous circumstances mm-hmm. but end up falling for each other yeah. yeah I really should watch this film never seen have it have you never seen no, it I oh, oh, honestly Heath Phil Ledger is adorable in yeah. it yeah if, honestly if you like this film you'll like it and this, this yeah. goes for anybody listening as well Um. who You know, because we've got people dedicated enough that they'll have watched You Drive Me Crazy (laughs) to understand this episode, obviously. Um, Or they've already seen it. If you've somehow seen You Drive Me Crazy and not 10 Things I Hate About You, fucking watch that. Because You Drive Me Crazy is good. 10 10 Things I Hate About You, as I've said before,
0: probably, objectively, the best film of all time. Yeah, And if if it's the other way around, if you've seen uh, 10 Things I Hate About You and you've not seen this, uh, watch this because it's just as good.
1: Well, no,
0: you haven't seen it. It's for it's for fans of that kind of yes. film. It, it's a good it's a good yes. companion piece. So it's all good. It's all come together in the end. They're both falling over the line. They're having a little dance and a kiss. But they, in fact, they snog outside of their houses. They have a nice, loving embrace, and uh, they're interrupted by their parents, who have obviously. Just finished having sex. I said a bang, bang, bangity bang. I said a bang, 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 bangity bang. 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 They've got open shirts and they're just in pyjamas trying to sneak out. Ruffled
2: blouses trying to sneak out, looking quite...
1: Deer in headlights. Yeah, and... all, all, all that's missing is the cigarettes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And the milk, obviously, from the stores Oh, yeah, the and the milk. And you have the milk. Yeah. So
0: uh, the so mm-hmm. Chase's dad and uh, uh, Nicole's mum declare that they're moving in together. Yeah. And by the looks of it, moving out and moving in together, way.
1: <sighs> so now we see that our young lovers... Um, are potentially going to be step siblings. Step <laughs> yeah. siblings, which, um, well, you pointed this out, Chris. Yeah,
2: there is an entire genre of porn dedicated to step siblings.
1: So yeah. um, you know it, it's and um, the internet's just about to take off. So guys, get you- that camcorder yeah, out. Ca- time. get, it's right, right, to- get, right, get right involved. Get
2: involved. Right, could you just uh, film this for us? Yeah, and then
0: when you climax, I put loads of
1: Nazis saluting you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm sure some people will get off to that as well. Yes. We get a few seconds of um, Wigwam Bam by the suite. Oh, we well. do, oh, yes. So, walking to the treehouse, the tree house, uh, glam rock uh, castle. Oh yeah, the the treehouse that isn't a treehouse, but it's just a shed on legs. It is a shed yeah, on the, legs. the moderately elevated shed, which
2: was really because they
1: shed. can't be bothered constructing uh, anything in a tree. <laughs> uh, Tony, <laughs> you're you said in the it. script treehouse. We're not going to fucking treehouse. oh Fuck. It's because there wasn't a fucking tree. Well, there was, actually. But well, it's not, not big enough. No, not big enough to support Treehouse. It's a shrub house. Yeah, really. Yes, it, that's exactly what it is. It's a shrub house. It's a house next to a tree. It's a house next to
2: a tree. It's a, it's a rockery house. It's a, it's a tree and house. <laughs> it's a tree adjacent <laughs> yeah. to a house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah so uh, despite obviously the uh, the disappointments in the treehouse not treehouse uh, that brings us to the end of uh, the movie boys obviously I you know we, we said at the top that you know we did enjoy this film not expecting to but uh, yeah kind of recapping it over again are we going to watch this film again or at least if it was on
2: Oh yeah, turn if it off it, if, if it's on and there's nothing else on I'm watching it but I'm not going to go
1: out my way to watch it yeah That said, if you've not seen it and you are amenable to this kind of film, which you should be, yes, I would recommend it. You Absolutely, it, yeah.
0: Because it's, like I said, we, we were expecting it just to be, you know, pretty, pretty bland, pretty, despite Melissa Jonat, I think it's pretty poor acted and we just think, oh, it's just to be very predictable. It was predictable, we're not going to deny that. However, I think everyone involved in the, the production, you know, like all the scripting and the locations and the, the casting and the cast themselves, I thought everyone in this film was so good. Yeah, and that's the other thing, if you're a fan of Sabrina, if you're a fan of Melissa,
1: then it's cool to see her in a future film mm-hmm. that's not a lifetime movie or anything like that you know a, 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 i mean obviously it's not super massive budget but you know this was commercially released as we say you know made a decent amount of money it was tied in uh with a song by the biggest pop star on the planet at that time yeah. um yeah it's it's a really good slice of late 90s nostalgia but not just that it's just a good film and i know we said it at the start but i can't state this enough the late nineties are so fucked up. Like there's (laughs) so many films, particularly anything that's like rated above like 12 where you go back to it and you're like, I mean, I've learned recently, I think the two thousands were worse, but (laughs) um, we went backwards, but um, yeah, like there's, yeah, there's so much that can be just like offensive and awful in these old films. um, Particularly when they're aimed at a teen audience, um, and, yeah, like, there's, there's relatively little of it other than the stuff we pointed out, which is really unusual stuff. Yeah, no, I'm just going to say, it, yeah. It's, it's problematic in ways that I never would have thought. <laughs> I never thought that it would have a controversial view on animal testing. <laughs>
0: oh, I didn't think it would come up, but it did. Yeah, um, so, yeah, despite the weird sort of being in, uh, inclusions of, yeah, the, uh, the rights of animal welfare and uh, Nazi saluting and stuff, I think overall this was... A very enjoyable film, and it's one that I highly recommend that you go and watch. It's a film you'll more than likely just watch once. However, I'm not afraid to say, if it's on TV... And I've got nothing else to do I ain't switching the channel You'll we? only watch it once But what a once it will be <laughs> Oh absolutely Obviously uh, At the end of our Three episodes We do like to review In mean, a certain amount of criteria Obviously we can't do that I I mean I would arguably say That this film was magical To a degree Yes um, I would say That there was plenty of wit I would say There was plenty of creativity Not so much in Because of the genre And uh, progression I would uh, like to see you Drive me crazy too <laughs> yeah, step, I would. Step kids in love Um <laughs> step kids in love yeah well, I guess we can only dream of that becoming an existence or if we close our eyes tonight, we'll find out. Um, so, uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of the episode. I do hope you've enjoyed it. We've not done a uh, an extra credit episode, uh, what our, our spin-off bonus episode. for a long while, but this has been a long time coming. Uh, we do hope to still look at The Witches very, very soon. There is no date in, in mind of when that will happen, but The Witches is definitely something I would like to look at. I
1: don't know if I want to look at
0: The Witches again. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll let Graves settle into university life before... Um, yeah. His brain is rattled yeah. uh, by the end of the year. Uh, but, uh, it's yeah. on Netflix, by the way. Well, there we go, if it's on Netflix. So yeah. do watch it in prep, and we certainly will watch it in prep. I'm looking forward to cracking back into that. If you'd like to get in touch with us, uh, boys, through a variety of different means. I am promising to be a bit more uh, useful on social media, but uh, on Twitter, Graham, how can they get in touch with us? Uh, we are at SabrinaWatch. And uh, Chris, on Facebook... Where can Uh, they find us? We uh, have a page there. It's uh, Sabrina the Teenage Watch. It certainly is. And uh, we also have an email address, which can you remember it between you?
2: Sabrina
0: teenagewatch
1: Teenage Watch
0: at, at gmail.com, gmail.com forever and forever beautiful boys and yeah if you'd like to leave us a wonderful five star review uh, that would be fabulous because it helps us get up the uh, the, um, the apple charts and helps uh, sort of people just discover our show and you can do that by just going on to iTunes and leaving said five star review if you'd like to donate anything to the the runnings of this show uh, then uh, you're more than welcome to go to our website which is uh, www.coffee that's k-o-hyphen-f-i dot com forward slash Sabrina the Teenage Watch. Just fine there and leave us anything as big or as little as you would like. Oh, Well, boys, I feel like I have the ability to, to create my perfect prom date, so I know what I'm going to do for the rest of the day. Uh, but I've very much enjoyed your company this morning. Thank you very much for joining me, Graham Riley. Uh, you're welcome. Going to go home and listen to some Brittany. Oh, and thank you very much, Christopher Evans. No, thank you very much, Philip. May every little thing you do be magic.